0: This is your Planet Moloch update for July 2019. For those of you who aren't familiar with Moloch and how its worship applies to our situation today, Moloch was the ancient false deity, meaning demon, that the ancient Hebrews worshipped when they fell into sin. He's documented pretty well in sacred scripture. Moloch worship has been found around the globe in the ancient world, including among the Aztecs under a different name and elsewhere. Moloch worship is characterized as the sacrifice of a child, typically an infant, for material good. So let's dive into your Planet Moloch update for July 2019. This will be dark, but I'll try to end it on a positive note. And yes, my channel was monetized last week, but this video will be absolutely demonetized and not deemed advertiser-friendly, like apparently 90% of everything I upload anyway. You're going to see why with this one. First, we have a story out of – where else? – the United Kingdom, where the state has a track record of killing children under its medical care. In a case that some are calling the new Alfie Evans case, we have yet another story where doctors are telling parents that their gravely ill child should be permitted to die while doctors outside the country are saying that the child has a good chance to recover. The child, Tafida Rakib, is five years old and is currently in residence at the Royal London Hospital in East London where she is suffering from a burst blood vessel in the brain. The doctors have said that there is no hope that she will recover and that it would be kinder to let her die. As reported in the Daily Mail from the UK, quote, They have found doctors at a reputable hospital in Italy, they meaning the parents, who are willing to try treating her and want the right to be allowed to transfer Fita there at private expense, end quote. Those doctors have told the parents that the child is only in a coma, that is the Italian doctors, and that Tafita can be treated. If this all sounds eerily familiar, it is because the story is very similar to that of Alfie Evans, a child who had been seriously ill in the UK. In that case, the doctors decided that the child couldn't be treated, and that he should be permitted to die. The parents had raised over a million dollars to get him private treatment outside the UK, but they were prevented by the state from getting that treatment. Yes, the state and its hospitals made the decision for the parents about the fate of Alfie Evans, and it looks like they may try the same thing here again with Tafita Rakib. Why is this part of a Planet Moloch update? Because it involves the state out of expedience killing a child. Make no mistake, that is what is happening here, and that is what has happened in the, Alfie, in the Alfie Evans case. The state prevented the parents from doing everything they could to get their child the help that was being offered to them. There may be hope yet for Tafita because she is still alive and the state death panel hasn't made the decision yet to kill the child. It is cases like this, far too numerous to recount here, that keep me from supporting national health care systems, as it is a violation of the common good for the state to have the power to kill an innocent person like this. There are cases from across Europe of the state taking human life out of expedience. Tafita's parents have taken legal action. Today, they have submitted something called a letter before action to the hospital trust and intend to lodge a judicial review at the high court, asking senior judges to force the hospital to let Tafita leave for treatment elsewhere. Quoting Tafita's mother from that article, quote, She said, We are in the desperate situation and just want to save our daughter. She is not brain dead. She has shown signs of progress such as opening her eyes and moving her limbs. There are experienced and respected doctors who are willing to treat Tafita, to give her the chance at life she so deserves. We simply want the chance to be allowed to try. It breaks our hearts to be told that she is not allowed to leave the hospital. End quote. UK state doctors have said that furt- further medical treatments are futile, while independent neurologists have told the child, or have told the mother, that the child has a solid chance of coming out of the coma in a year. Quoting the statement from the UK's death panel board, quote, Our expert clinicians care for the child have determined in discussion with additional independent medical experts elsewhere in London that further invasive medical treatment is futile, as we are engaged, we, engaging with the family to ensure we uphold the child's best interests, recommending withdrawal of life, sustaining treatment, and instigating palliative care, end quote. Yes, you have heard that right. The child's best interests are to be terminated by the state, despite there being a second differing opinion in the medical community and doctors in Italy willing to treat the child at private expense. Moloch approves of the UK's track record on Charlie Gard, Alfie Evans, and, unless something is done to stop these maniacs, Tafita Rakib. This little girl desperately needs your prayers. The approved miracle of Fulton Sheen involves a stillborn child coming to life an hour after birth, which we have been told is a medical impossibility. Maybe people should pray for Fulton Sheen's intercession in this case. Next, still in the UK, we have this charming story. A mother wishes she could have aborted her now 4-year-old child with Down syndrome. Yikes. This one is from LifeSite News. This, I'm hesitant to say, mother, is suing England's National Health Service for more than £200,000, or about $249,000 US, for wrongful birth, alleging that healthcare workers did not conduct tests that would have revealed her unborn son's Down syndrome. Wrongful birth. What kind of clown world are we living in when that phrase comes to anyone's mind when talking about their own child? The woman, Adita Mordell, a name that sounds like a fantasy villain to me and maybe should be immortalized as such from now on, said that if she had been told by doctors that her child, a four-year-old named Alexander, had Down Syndrome, she would have aborted him. To give you an idea, many states in the U.S. have banned this practice of selective abortion precisely because it is ghoulish. But the state in Iceland permits the practice, leading to Down Syndrome all but disappearing entirely. And in case you're wondering, what this woman is advocating for is using abortion for eugenics, which Google describes as, quote, the science of improving a human population by controlled breeding to increase the occurrence of desirable heritable characteristics. Developed largely by Francis Galton as a method of improving the human race, it fell into disfavor only after the perversion of its doctrines by the Nazis, end quote. That last bit is interesting perversion of its doctrines. (laughs) The problem is, long before the Nazis came to power, many leaders pointed out that eugenics had only one logical outcome, which we see on display here. They pointed out that abortion would be used to eliminate the undesirable population, and those with Down syndrome are on that list. But that's Google, and we don't expect much from them. Mordell claims the ground of her case rests on the following, that when she found out she was pregnant in 2014, she asked for a Down screening, but that it was never performed and had been under the impression that it had been. NHS lawyers say that it was offered to her, but was declined. Statistically, about one in a thousand babies born in the UK will have Down syndrome, according to the Christian Broadcasting Network and and the LifeSite News article. The genetic disorder is caused by the presence of an extra chromosome, chromosome number 21, and means a life expectancy of around 50 to 60 years. Abortion is common with a prenatal diagnosis of Down syndrome, with a rate in the UK of more than 90% of those with that diagnosis being aborted. Now now think about those numbers for a second. One in a thousand pregnancies have a diagnosis of Down syndrome, and 90% of them are aborted. Apparently, the U.K. aborts 185,415 children every year. That's around half of the, uh, the reported abortions in the U.S. from the last numbers that I saw, and the U.K. is one-fifth to one-sixth the size of the U.S. Truly, the U.K. is lost. Pray for the conversion of that country, which had at one point been called Mary's dowry. Finally, I said I'd end on positive news, and here it is. President Trump took executive action to further defund Planned Parenthood. According to Life News, the courts have approved an administrative rule change made by the president that permits him to deny the Temple of Moloch Title X funding. This would partially defund the abortuary giant and deprive it of as much as $60 million in taxpayer money. Title X provides health funds for poor men and women for health screenings, as well as for contraception for some reason. Some facts of this case are so good that they must be quoted from the Life News article directly. Last month, a three-judge panel from the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals granted the Trump administration's request to lift national injunctions ordered by lower federal courts in Oregon and Washington State, as well as a statewide injunction in California. The panel said the Trump administration will likely prevail in the legal battle over the Title x Family planning program, since similar Reagan era rules were upheld by the Supreme Court almost thirty years ago. End quote. Yes, that was from the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, which has been the leftist dream court for decades. One of the stories that has gone quietly underreported is that the President has made some judicial appointments to that court that have shifted the balance more in favor of sanity. We'll see if that movement towards sanity holds in the coming years. But the administrative rule gets better because it has the potential to be very expensive for the Temple of Moloch, so expensive that many of its locations won't comply, which in turn may cause further defunding of the organization. Again, quoting Life News. Last May, the Trump administration published a new proposal for Title X that would prohibit Planned Parenthood and other abortion businesses from receiving any of those tax dollars unless they completely separate their abortion businesses from their taxpayer-funded services. That means housing their family planning services in separate buildings with separate staff from their abortion businesses and, a, and a denial of funds if they fail to do so. Most Planned Parenthood entities are not expected to comply." End quote. Look, if you and I were receiving federal funds to provide a service as part of a nonprofit organization and we purposely did not comply with federal funds, we'd lose our funding. And if we were a high-profile organization, we'd get sued for not complying, which might force the federal government to take action against us. So this is good news, though I do agree with something Father Nick said on Twitter recently. No movement against abortion or no victory should be celebrated until the federal cases that made it legal are overturned. So don't celebrate the case. Just recognize that it is a step in the right direction and keep fighting against state-sanctioned and taxpayer-funded Moloch worship. Thank you for listening. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.